live. Oh, live. Hey, what's up? I don't know how many people are on, but the stream resumed. Yep. And we're live. That's what that's what drew me off. Yeah. And apparently we're good. I don't know if this thing it says live here. There we go. Hey everyone. I wish you could see this view. Yeah, this is absolutely beautiful. Wish you could see this view. Let's see if I can try to get a little Temporarily bit. Temporarily a, a little there bit. There you of a, go. There we go. That's it. This is called the Gorge. It is the most beautiful place to see music ever. Yeah. I can, I cannot think of a more beautiful place. To no, see no, you're absolutely right. I put that tweet out there. Let everybody know. There we go. All right. Everybody, tell your friends. We streaming live. You checking your hair? Well, we've been in the pool for a little bit, so the hair is it's been better days. I don't know we're dark, but it's all about that view. It's so all about that view. Priorities. It's, it's a lot better looking than we are. <laughs> no kidding. Larry Bo already joining us. Love you, Larry. Larry. Bo. Captain Stabbing. Captain. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Everything working? We're just going to make sure everything's set up and we're going to kick this thing off. Yeah. I don't know if everything can go. I mean, I think it is, but the false start probably screwed us. Four people watching. Is that our near drowning point behind you? Yes, that is very much a little bit we're south out, of We're here. out further. We're out further. Yes. Well, I don't know what this is here. Down there. I took my cell phone somewhere. I don't know where I put my cell phone. There it is. There it is. Sweet. All right, y'all. All right. You want to kick it off? Yeah. Kick All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 97 of the Ants Podcast. And we are doing it from on location. No Skype call here. Joe and I are in Quincy, Washington. And at the Crescent... Are we at the Crescent Bar or is it Sincera? Sincera right Sincera now. Resort right now. Crescent Bar. We're staying in the Crescent Bar. But uh, right now we're at Sincera. We are on the balcony of a friend's place that they're renting, overlooking the gorge, a pool right down below us. It's 80, sunny, beautiful, gorgeous, not even windy out. My it's face beautiful. is nice and red because I didn't burn. But I love that we're in the same place right now and that we can do this. Right? Absolutely, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since we've been able to get together in the same location. That's true. That's it's been at when? Place. My wedding, right? Probably. It's been since May 2017, so it's been a good too long. 15 months or so. Way too long. I picked you up from the airport and I was like, has it really been over a year since I've seen you? Ugh. I don't like hearing that. I know. I know. So, um... When's the last time we did a poolside podcast? Was this West Palm Beach like 12? Uh, West years? Palm Beach. So we used to do uh, DMB parties outside of West Palm Beach. We had PGA Resort. Beautiful pool. Mm, mm. Res rooms wrap around the pool, overlooking the pool. We decided, hey, let's start doing some podcasts. Yep. We had done them before, but we did some video there. And uh, one of the most beautiful places. Not quite as beautiful as this. No, no. No view. No view like this. It was nice and warm. I'll take yeah, that. Palm, palm trees everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I can be here with you. Glad, Likewise, glad to be man. here for uh, day weekend. Absolutely. And we got Labor here. Labor day. We got we got here. We rolled into Wild Horse at around like two or three in the afternoon yesterday. So we we've had a visit, little time here. We got to visit with some cool people. Um, uh, and uh, we popped over to Crescent. It's, it's it's like this is great. You, it feels like I've been here obviously a full day plus. That's what helps it, helps you get sink in. Helps haven't you, even been to concert yet. Yeah, we got a whole weekend ahead. Yeah, we've been, we awesome. had some time here to let it sink in before the concert start. Which is if you haven't been here before, 
spend the extra day, two days, come in early. Maybe a little time in Seattle if you yeah. want. Come out here. Don't don't rush it. Enjoy the time out here. That's yeah. the way. That's the way to do it. I I, I love being out here. Yeah, so much it, fun. It, it's really great. And and here we are talking. Um, you know that the tour has just started uh, back up after a month break about a week ago, right or so. Yep. Yep. And people have been asking us, are you going to do a pod before the tour starts back up? This and that. You know, life's kind of gotten in the way. This trip has kind of backloaded all of our stuff. So the week leading up to this weekend, we were getting everything done that we couldn't get done this weekend. So unfortunately, we weren't able to lead in with a um, with another podcast. But here we're going to try to do this, and we're going to try to keep the content going. So if y'all want to, um, like, maybe tomorrow, like, or tonight, I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Stay tuned to the YouTube channel because yeah. we could pop on there anytime. The other thing we've been doing that you guys haven't been seeing is we've been recording... Uh. Um, ever since we've been heading out here, oh Matt's gonna pull it out. We've got we've been we got a little GoPro, we got a microphone. We've been recording stuff the entire way. We hope to put together a video, trying to capture that this experience for those that haven't been out here before. You know what is it like? Matt's getting freaked out by some bugs right <laughs> right now. Um, so we're, we're hoping to pull together some good content, keep you guys keep you guys tapped into what's going on here DMB wise for Labor Day weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, keep an eye on our YouTube channel for the the sunset, right? Oh, the hill yes. crest yes. of the gorge, which we try to do every year that we're here. Yes, and the sunset. Um, yes, they've been really nice. Yeah, they've been really good. <laughs> uh, I don't know, a little unrelated, but um, I live closer to Seattle, obviously, and. Bad news is we've had the the fires from Eastern Washington and British Columbia and Northern California all kind of dropping on the Puget Sound region, which has been you know it's all around awful. But the one silver lining is we've had some killer sunsets the last couple of weeks. It I makes mean, some very deep orange, beautiful sunsets. Um, thankfully, we're not getting that. We've got clear skies out here. Um, beautiful weather right just now. Just amazing. Absolutely beautiful yeah, weather. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Larry Boa. There, boy. Thanks for or joining. That be the river that he sunk us in, or nearly. I mean, there was a split second two years ago where I thought, "This is it. If I haven't gotten it done in my life up to this point, it ain't happening because I'm going to be on the bottom of the Columbia." So he thought his life was gone. And yeah. He did lose something, not his life, but no. he lost his cell phone. No. And and you know what? Somebody asked me last night, did did he at least offer to pay for the phone? And I'll say no. No, he didn't. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't. I I did quantify that by saying yeah. I put the phone on the the little the little basket along the uh, the we boat. We didn't chair. expect to put half of the pontoon boat underwater. That's true. That's but, true. But it happened, and no fault. Listen, so. who's who's dwelling on that? No, not no, us. Not two years later or anything. <laughs> no, 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 we're well over it. Anyway, Joe, Check what this are out. you drinking? Wait, impress me. You know I can't pronounce names. I think it's <laughs> no. I want you to try though. And I don't even know the correct response to this. I don't know either. I got a Canadian beer. Thanks to our friend Stan here. Uh, right there. Kokanee? Kokanee. Kokanee? It's a local Canadian lager. We're enjoying a little bit of this. You're a lager fan, in. right? I am a big yeah, lager yeah. fan. Pilsner's Lagers. Glacier Fresh Beer. How is it? Is it Glacier Fresh? It's pretty darn good. What glacier? Like like the snow the snowbank in the front yard in your Cleveland apartment? Oh, I'm picturing <laughs> that orange... <laughs> Yellow brown snow. Oh, salt, dirt, and dog pee all mixed in. <laughs> Enjoy that. Glad you just said that when that I was. That was a great sip. Glad you said that when I was sipping my beer. I am enjoying family owned and operated and argued over Sierra Nevada. Now, before I got into craft beer, one of my favorite beers was Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Classic. Yep. This is a Sierra Nevada hazy little thing IPA. Yep. Now, I'm a big IPA fan overall, and um, I 
kind of tend to uh, trend towards the tropical IPAs, so guava, pineapple, mango flavor. The hops that kind of impart that tropical flavor. I'm loving this hazy IPA trend, um, and that that is basically what the hazy's locking in on is that tropical kind of flavor. So this is very actually nice. very good. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. We're gonna love that we can do so this on purpose. You. Thank you, Mark Waltz, for asking what we're drinking. Absolutely, Maddie. Mm. All right. So um, we kind of have a loose agenda tonight. We have a couple, two, three things we want to talk about. We um, obviously can't go too long, but we wanted to get this in while everybody else is hanging out at the pool. We got a little sun in. Obviously, this guy got a little sun in. Oh, man. Do the look do I look oh, to? Does the camera pick it up? You are. You are. You, oh, boy. You're getting, you're getting redder, too. Anyway, uh, Joe's going to request that I give him a little suntan, sunblock tomorrow, apparently. Rub aloe all over Not getting me. it. Not getting it. <laughs> but we want to talk about a few things. Um, obviously, we have a show coming up tonight. Um, we have three shows coming up. One tonight. One yes. tonight, right? And um, it's been a you know we're we're in the last what, fifteen percent of the tour or so. We only got a few shows after the gorge. Mm-hmm. Um, this has always been a staple that everybody looks to, um, kind of a, a landmark, a milestone in any tour that they that they embark on. Um, I think there's a little more apprehension this year. I don't know, maybe not in you, but but there there used to be no question. Oh, it's a three night stand at the gorge. We're not getting any repeats. But I think tonight, the cons- or, uh, tonight talking about it, the consensus is you got to expect at least a couple, right? Well, will there be any repeats if I say do not include Samurai Cop? That's not a, that's absolutely nonsensical. I know it's not. It is. I know. I know it's a question. So yes, I want a three night repeat, and that would be amazing. Strangely enough, there's been a number of two night stands this tour. And only three of the two-night stands have no repeats. How many two-night stands have there been? Uh, at least... Uh, More than six? Less than half kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yep. Okay. Which so, is not a... That's a recent trend. Yeah. That's... You, no matter where. I don't right? know. For an album tour, I mean, because the ones that have normally been repeating has been Samurai Cop, has been Louisiana Bayou. Well, Bayou's not an album song. That's kind of egregious. Yeah. It's just been the song of the tour, though. Because we had, like, a... Re- recently was the song of the tour, like couple years ago that got played like quite a bit you you want to hear an unpopular opinion i don't mind by you you with an you with an unpopular opinion no i think i'm like larry david i think what you're i say what you're thinking you're welcome by the way is it larry david or jerry seinfeld if you are a fan of seinfeld (laughs) and i love jerry seinfeld but if you watch seinfeld and you watch curb your enthusiasm you realize that seinfeld is more larry david than jerry seinfeld and Jerry's brilliant. I don't can't. Get me wrong. I, I, I am not on a. I don't have a footing we'll to, leave that to debate you guys that. To decide. Yeah, yeah, you guys can decide that one. Um, I I like Bayou. I'll be enough. Um, so Thomas Dixon from our YouTube live channel says that Jimmy repeat in my honor. Yeah. Sexy I called, motherfucker. I called that. Sexy motherfucker. I called that. I, I would not. I would not be surprised at all. I don't think they'll do double Jimmy. So I mean, if they repeat, if they repeat, I will throw the album songs away. Because the 2009 tour, the 2012 tours... Mm. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Would they repeat a non-new album song? Well, that would be egregious if you ask me. That's lazy. That's lazy. They do Time of the Season twice. Lazy. They do... And you know what? For what it's worth, and it's, it's, it's subjective, right? In terms of, ooh, I want to hear this cover out of nowhere, Time of the Season's not firing me up. I don't know about you. I love Time you of like the Season. You like it, huh? Yeah, it's so good. I like it. I mean, okay, whatever, but... Boom, Joe, who's boom, your daddy? Boom. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. I like it. It's it's fun. Okay. Um, I would take that over a lot of other stuff. 
Um, they've been I, playing some covers though. They I, I want to see some Dave and Friends covers rolling. I want to. We talked about it last night. We played. Yeah. It. I want to see Soulsbury Hill. I want to see Peter Gabriel. Okay, so not a cover of Dave and Friends. You want a cover sure. that Dave and Friends sure. have covered. Yes, I mean they will go around in circles, uh, up on Cripple Creek. You know, all that kind of stuff is in this band's wheelhouse. Yeah. And especially with Buddy, I think they can really stretch that out. Do you want uh, to, to hear something very depressing? It's not the. It's not, <laughs> not showtime yet, is it? <laughs> wow. wow. Um, so here's what we know that's happening this weekend. We know that Friday night is going to be streamed on Sirius that's XM. That's true. That's the, seri- that's the extended channel. Is it going through the end of this month or next month? This is the last one. Okay. And then we know, which sucks because there's like one more Friday show, I that's believe. It, yeah. that might be, but why can't we just get that one? But anyway, we know Friday is live streaming on Sirius XM. We also know, recently announced, that Saturday is going to be live streamed video on YouTube via DMB. DMBLivestream.com. Livestream. So. We actually have, have learned a couple things from that. When it's going to be an audio live stream and it's going to be a video live stream, we know that it's unlikely to get guests. And actually, Gorge has gotten a lot of guests lately. That's we've true. had Mike McCreevy. We've had... Um, Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle. Danny Burns. Danny Burns, yeah. Fam- infamously, I guess is the right word. Um, so this means an interesting thing for Gorge this weekend is that... Um, Guests are probably unlikely unless it's going to be Sunday at that point because of all of the live streaming. And you guys get to watch along. You guys get to see this. So that's going to kind of make it kind of fun. Yeah. Um, listen to what's going to get played. We'll see what happens Sunday. Openers, Moon Taxi. Um, that's tonight or is that all three? We've debate. We're probably out of touch, but we should know. We don't know. I know. Preservation Hall Band. Is I remember play. what was it? Was, was Lake Street Dive two years ago? Yep. They're playing at the Chateau St. Michelle oh, yeah, Winery this year. They're awesome. Um, not that that necessarily defines huge, like, yeah. but Chateau, I mean, they get some good shows over. That's a winery in Woodenville, Washington, which is near where I live, um, and they're, uh, they're good people over there. But I would love a guest appearance from Preservation Hall Band. The DMV, the members of DMV and Preservation Hall Band have a lot of connections, and actually you may not know this, is some of the photo shoot from Big Whiskey down in New Orleans was shot in front of Preservation Hall where where uh, the famous venue where the Preservation Hall band plays? You want to know where that comes to mind? Where that reminds me is um, Top Chef. It's a famous they stop famous by there. food venue. Yeah, and um, it it's actually has some history in DMB history. Preservation Hall does because as DMB was shooting the photo shoot outside in front of Preservation Hall. Again, if you've seen the photos, it's the full band: Rashawn, Jeff, and it's like this wooden distressed wood in the yeah, background. Yeah. While that photo shoot was going. A, I want to say homeless man. I'm not sure. Was walking by, oh, asking, yeah. was asking for some money, some money for some, some money for a whiskey. He's like, can I get some money for a whiskey? And Dave gives the homeless guy, I believe, a twenty dollar bill, and the homeless man goes, "That's a big whiskey." That's cool. And Rashawn said to Dave, then, "That's a that's an album title right they, there." They probably already had Grugruck King right. in mind. Right. And Rashawn said, "That's a, that's a good album title right there." And so so the story goes that it's Grugrex King and the big big whiskey in the Grugrex King because of because by far of the coolest album title since before these crowded streets. Creative, definitely you know, creative. very very much so. It's got actually a bit of creative and actually and actually a bit of like personal to it. A little, yeah, because yeah. the Grugrex King. I don't think we knew about. We didn't know the Groove Groove. thing until that album, and then it came out, and 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 thankfully they did kind of explain that. Yeah, Yeah. I think the cooler album, not cooler, but 
Under the Table and Dreaming is a fantastic album title. Yeah. I'm always a fan of lyrics being a title more than the title of a song. Mm-hmm. And Crash is kind of... So Come follow, Tomorrow. It follows that. It still counts. Come Tomorrow. But Come Tomorrow, Stand Up, Busted Stuff. That um, would be a great question. Actually, we should ask the YouTubers. If anybody's on YouTube and has some good ideas, if you were to rename Come Tomorrow yeah. for a lyric, not a song title... A lyric. What lyric would you oh rename goodness. that album for? We'll let you guys write. You guys think about something. Yeah, there, think about. I, I'm going to think about that later. Yeah, I can't do it right now. That'd be pretty cool huh. if you could rename "Come Tomorrow." Uh, in addition to the story about the big whiskey, um, you had Alligator Pie getting a little bit of street sound, right, from the guy throwing his way. I got um, bananas and apples. Yeah, and cucumbers, yeah. avocados. I wish I remember his name. I, I f- thought that was really cool. Uh, you know, Lily White was famous for that, like the. Um, uh, the ping pong during Lion Our Graves. There's stuff like that that yeah. doesn't add anything materially to the song, but when you want to take that extra level, put the headphones on and listen deep and absorb it all, yeah. that is the stuff that really lets you keep coming back years later and being like, oh, finding that's new stuff. Right. Or just I, finding new things. At first listen, you don't hear those kind of things. There's a lot of layers. You yeah. hear, you hear well, some new stuff. We're going to go into this a little bit more later, but we were talking earlier about when you got into the band. And... One one of the things that comes to mind with me, and and I bought Under the Table and Dreaming, so I can say I was a fan from nearly the beginning, and I was younger, right? But Crash was really the album that started that. And I remember my friends telling me about this song, 41. And, you know, it's it's darn near studio perfection, that 41 Say Goodbye. I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to find a better effort from the band in the studio. Um, but I remember what he pointed out to me it was not the, the the lyrics, the verse, the the chorus, anything. You know what you know what it was. What he put. Listen for this. Hear this. Do you remember? Would you take a guess at what that is? No. Leroy's flute flutter. Why won't you ever be? And he plays that little flute right there. Wow. You know, listen to forty one that part, and he points that out to me. Why won't you ever be glad? He, he plays the flute like that, and mm. and it's just something you might not hear or pay attention to. But I was like. Whoa, that's pretty subtle. And and I was at that point I was 14 years old, and it just it was amazing. So we have to say, um, 10 year anniversary yeah. of the Roy yeah. Morris passing. Ugh. Yeah. And it, I can remember the day like yesterday that uh-huh. it happened, and talking to a lot of DMB fans that fans that have been around and. If you had, and if you're a new DMB fan and haven't actually got to see a show with Leroy Moore, and we, you hear some of us talk about why we get so emotional about it, there's something about his playing that was so infectious, and it's it's crazy to believe that it's only been ten years yeah. that he's been gone. Yeah. But we just hit his ten year anniversary. We posted up on DMB Hub, yep, a series of yep. highlighted songs that he's played over the years they're not necessarily the most best or anything but just completely unique experiences from Leroy and um, you know his influence has definitely been on the band ever since that day even though he's not here anymore clearly Rashawn clearly Coffin who was handpicked by Leroy yeah. to replace him yeah. um, are influenced by him but he was definitely as Dave would say like um, a Unlike anything else. And it's funny because if you knew Leroy or if you interacted with him, he was the last guy to take the front seat. No. Nope. In terms of that, he, he shied away from the stage. He was shy. He liked the sunglasses at night kind of thing. Didn't like the that wasn't a style me. thing. That was a, that was a, he was a reserve guy. Didn't really like the, to be the face of anything. And yet, 
he was such a driving force in the direction of the band, their studio, their studio efforts, their arrangements. Um, this was, I mean, not only was a core member of the band, he was he was one of the one of the the, the ventricles in the heart of yep. the band. I mean, he 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 drove that. Um, I miss him. I'm glad I, we have recordings of him. I'm yeah. glad this band recorded so much stuff with him. And it's like the more time that goes by, and not to cut anybody modern, but you see what we miss because things are different. Things yeah. have changed, and you realize that he wasn't just a sax player, man. He was he was a part of the core of this band, and uh, for better or worse, the band has changed since he's since he's gone. So we we miss you, Roy. Cheers, cheers, Roy. Hmm. I wasn't expecting that. A little, little dusty in yeah. here. <laughs> uh, I remember real uh, that that night, and everybody who's been, you know, who's followed this band, knows the feeling of when those rumors come out, whether bad or good. You know, you get the the, 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 the crowdsource, the viral fire of a rumor that passes through the Twitter and the online and the forums. And I remember when that one started rolling, and I reached out to a contact of mine at, at uh, the band's management. And he answered, and I said, "Hey, I hate to bother you, but I'm hearing this. Is it uh, is it true?" And uh, hey, Matt, I, let me let me call you right back. And at that point, I'm like, "Oh no, it's absolutely true, right? That that just that was everything I needed to hear." Um, and I didn't you know didn't hear back from him, and that was all I needed to know. Do you and remember I, Do you remember where you were at? I have the, the camera here. I was in the car. Do we know what day that was? It was definitely during the week. I remember so that. So what was the anniversary? It was uh, the twenty, the eighteenth, nineteenth. Whatever Sunday was. Um, Sunday. I, I wonder what day was. Yeah, I will pull up the calendar. It's two thousand nineteenth, nineteenth or twentieth. Whatever Sunday was. Whatever this Sunday was in August. Oh, yes. It was the twenty second. No, no. Right? No, no, no Sunday nineteenth. Yep. It was the nineteenth. Yep. So let me see what the nineteenth was in two thousand eight. Right. So in two thousand eight. The August 19th was a Tuesday. I want to say I had a vol like a, a recreational volleyball match at a local sports bar that I was going to. I was driving there. Okay. And that's where I was. I remember later that night when I got home, a bunch of DMB fans got on. And this is 2008, right? This is Twitter's just getting going, so it's not really big. But um, we joined in on a conference line. I don't know what line it was, right? But about 10 or 20 Dave Matthews Band fans got on. I think Rachel might have been on it. But uh, we all just kind of just talked. Like, you know, we very much... Shocking. Very, very Shocking. possible that nobody around you, no one in your family maybe even knew or understood, you know, how much how much we were into this band. And um, it uh, we kind of just got on this call and just told stories about, you know, how Roy... I ran into him at... Uh, in the parking lot of Ralphison Stadium in 2001, he was driving around in a golf cart, and there were on the warehouse website there was a picture of us with Roy in the golf cart. That's amazing. I, I have that picture. I screen captured it. It's amazing. Um, but I I I told a story that came to mind when I first met the band. It was 2001. Every this is before Ants. Every day had just come out. They were on Total Request Live, and um, this a friend of mine yeah, got. Amazing tickets to the TRL studio session. MTV TRL. Yes, and, and she was in New York City. I was in Albany in college at the time, and she's like, none of my friends down here want to go. Can you come down tomorrow? I'm like, I'll blow off class. I'll come I'll come down for TRL. Yeah. I come down, and we're like in the in the, in the the hallway outside the studio, and her contact like drops the ball. Meanwhile, everybody goes in, and we're like stuck out there. 
Anyway, she gets on. Uh, she gets on uh, the phone. Get, anyway, thank God we get let in. So, but we're late, right? I've got that yellow Carter Beaufort soccer jersey on. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. one used to sell. And I was that guy. Yeah. Poor, poor Stacy. She gets pulled into the studio, right? We're all going through. Meanwhile, Bruce Floor, who I've come to know and run into every time I'm in Charlottesville, is a great guy. The A&R guy for BMG Records. Um, now I think works for Red Light. Pulls the thing away. Look at that jersey. Has Carter seen you? And he pulls me back down this other hallway. Throws me in this room. It's the green room. The band's in there. Chilling, right? <laughs> So um, I'm saying hi to everybody. They're all very gracious. Carter gives me this huge hug, gives me some drumsticks, signs my jersey. Matt, you're the man, Carter Beaufort. Dave signs my jersey. Ridiculous. I'm saying hi to everybody, and I see hey, Leroy. And, I, and, and in high school, not you know, which was not that far in the past at this point, I said, hey, Leroy, hey, I, I played saxophone too. He goes, oh, yeah, I played drums. You know, everybody cracks up laughing, and Leroy breaks my balls. So that was my Leroy story on that phone call. We're kind of commiserating. I can't believe you met him. I mean, I was not I was not lucky enough to have met him in person. And, you know, a shy guy, not outgoing, but at the same time, he wasn't, like, just sitting in a corner away from the fact. He broke my balls. He loved to laugh, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I didn't yeah. get to know him personally, but everybody that has known him, I just, from what I've heard, loved to laugh. Yeah. Loved yeah. to have, loved to bust people's balls. Yep, um, yep. So, again, I miss yeah. I miss you, Leroy. One more, we one more time, for, one more time for that. Which probably brings us to tonight. Tonight, we're gonna see a show tonight. Um, I know you have a theory. Before we get into predictions, I think you have a theory about a fan that comes to any show or just of what they think about the yeah. new album. Yeah, might have something to do with when they got into DMB. Yep. And I don't know if, where do you where have you form, where do you have formed this idea? So from? it comes from the fact that in talking and debating and discussing the band with with various various fans, it's I'm getting a lot of different sense. My sense I've been a fan since '94 and got really into them. Like Ants started in '02. That means my fanship and hardcore started in '99, 2000. And right now I'm not in a great place with the band. I, I'm disappointed with Come Tomorrow. Well, that no well, secret. As a podcast listener, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, yeah. about. No secret there. I'm <laughs> disappointed. And this tour, I'm extremely disappointed with. And I, and even with the, the shows that have come out around SPAC and Deer Creek, and where it seems like the band actually give a crap, and now we're back to the same sets. It's like, <laughs> man. So, and then you talk to people and, you, and other fans who, who say, they've never sounded better. I love the sound, this and that. And I try to see where that dichotomy is where is the difference happening here are my ears different am i just a pessimist because i'm talking to a lot of other people who kind of share my opinion too so i'm like okay there's it's not just me but where is the di where's the divergence here and i, I had theory that i have noticed a lot of people i asked when did you get into the band oh 2005 2006 2003 oh okay and it brings me back to when i'm a kid my dad is a huge James Taylor fan. He's seen him probably 60, 70, 80 times. Um, and James Taylor's concerts aren't as diverse even as Dave Matthews Band. It's more of a, in, in any given tour, you're going to get the same show. Um, and he, you know, James Taylor's been around since the early 60s. When I started listening to James, it was when I was a kid in the mid-80s, and my dad would play the tapes. And, and, and of course, James Taylor in the 80s sounds a lot different than Fire and Rain and Sweet Baby James and Up on the Roof. I mean, you know, a lot different. And I asked him, I said, Dad, did you, did you have a tough time getting into the 80s stuff, you know? 
And he's like, yeah, I did. And it's interesting because I love James Taylor in the 80s, but I can still go back and appreciate his original stuff that was 10, 15, 20 years prior. So that made me think, okay, I'm a fan. I started 94, 98. Somebody walks in at 2005, that's their bar. They can still go back and appreciate before these kind of streets and crash and, and under the table and dreaming. But their 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 bar has been set at stand up or every day or something like that. Mm. Um, so while they can appreciate the old stuff and really like it, their expectations are. Oh, we're getting a beer delivery. Oh, I'm good. Dan, you rock. Oh, come on, you gotta have one. All right, I'll share that with you. Thanks, Dan. Well, thank you, Dan. <laughs> um, I, I I at the same time their 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 critique their um, the line that they draw is not critical, right? They're not. They're not used to being introduced to before these kind of streets run the table and dreaming. They're they were introduced. They got they were a fan of the band at Stand Up. So while they can go back and say, yeah, I like before these crushes is my favorite album, they still have a bar in my opinion that was set at a level where, if you can look at where the band is right now, are they that far off from where they were in 2005? Quality wise, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm the best person to answer. Are the, are the band better or worse than they are in 2005? I, or the same? Because I could say just as good. Yep. But it's not the same good. Does that make sense at it, all? It, it's fair. That's They're a not fair the same answer. Because I feel like my good is not like one-sided. But I would say if you had listened to the band until 2005, okay. I bet you'd be a happier fan right now than you are, than you would be. If you had started and that is the question. That is the question. Because there's something about when you're first introduced to a band, that is the identity that no matter how much you listen to, no matter how far back you go, no matter how long you listen to them, the identity of that band when you start listening to them stays with you. Well, it's something about music in general. I think music, what you really enjoy about music is about your atmosphere, about how you're experiencing that music, yep. your friends. What kind of stage of life you're in at that yeah. point. You yep. know, yep. some of the best music it could be. It could be very like calming and maybe more mellow music. But if you're in that kind of state right now, that might be some of the best music maybe. that you like at that maybe. time. Maybe you know, I, and I still think it's more specific to the band when you listen to them. Yes, that it has an influence, but I, an original James Taylor fan, might think his '80s stuff is cheesy as all get out, and yet I love it. Yeah. And I know that some '80s stuff is cheesy, and yet that's what I started listening to him. And I love it. And I can still go back and love Sweet Baby James um, or, you know, Country Road. We've been testing this theory. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting theory and I'd love to hear what other people think. Like, yeah. Based on when you started listening to the band, historically, how you feel, and then going forward, how you feel. What's interesting, though, with DMB is, though, is some fans have gotten into DMB recently yes but by listening to old stuff yes like I'm, like live tracks it's like I just got into BM, DMB but it wasn't because I come tomorrow it's because they were listening to live tracks right. my friends were playing other stuff I guess and so that, how does it's, that that's interesting dynamic it's the TV binge watching uh, paradigm mm. it is the fact is all of it's new to them at that standpoint it's already baked in so they listen to stand up they listen to Away From The World or Big Whiskey and it's not like you're anticipating it. Right. Because it's already happened, so I'm going to absorb this. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, that's what the band is. Where if you go back and binge watch a TV show, you're just going crazy. If you do that with three seasons, now you're going to watch season four live. Yeah. The bar somehow gets higher. 
Your standards are set, your expectations are there, and now you can be disappointed. And it doesn't really make sense because every, every music that you haven't heard is new music. But for whatever reason, if it's already happened, I think, it's almost you get a pass because there's no anticipation. All right. It's already happened, so I just got to listen to it when I have time. It's really weird, but I think it kind of lines up with that. That I, I, you need the new albums though to attract new people though, and you I do? wonder how much Come Tomorrow has brought in new fans. I think the fans, the yeah. recent fans, and I'm an older fan, but even the recent fans. Oh, you Sorry. just cracked it. I want to crack that in the Did microphone. Did you see that? I want to crack it in the microphone. Ready? You've always been good at that. <laughs> I try my Your best. Your opinions might stink, but you can open a beer. <laughs> Well, well, um, Craig, Craig uh, Barillet, Barillet, I hope I pronounced that properly. I should have let him say it and just really kept butcher it. You can play, laugh at I was jaded by 2014. I took four years off, not entirely intentionally, but but I finally got to a show this year. And my perspective completely changed. It was one of the best times I've had a show. Wow, that's awesome! By pulling back, and he's wow. been a fan since '94. That's so, cool. Craig, thank you for sharing that. Thank you, yeah. Craig. Yeah. And I don't know if that if it ties in more to the TV show model, where if you anticipate that season coming up. It might be good, but at close range, myopically, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not a. You can't appreciate it as much. You're you're dissecting it too much, show to show. It's all about perspective, like you just said there. What perspective are you putting them in? But I think it has to do with when you start listening to the band. I, that's my theory, and if I you, think so if you, far. If you maintain that perspective from when you started, you can change your perspective. Oh, no, I don't think you can change when you start. You can't change when you started. You can't and change. what identity that band forges in your gut. You can't change that. You can or you can't? You, you you can't change when you started. Right. But can I rate a band or listen to a music's band and realize they are 10 years more mature? Can I give them the perspective of this ten of 10 years mature? Or do I have to hold them to the perspective of 10 years immature? Well, well here's the thing. Like, I can could... I, do I have to sing about boobs and drugs and yeah, all this stuff to be was, cool no have, 10 years later I can give I can listen to them and have the perspective of most recently 10 well, years I would argue his lyrics are have never been more shallow here's the thing 10 years Depends, of maturity uh, 10 shallow? years of maturity I, and music's okay to change but I hope that it gets richer and better and I almost feel like we've digressed where that standard that's been set, that's, I'm okay with 10 years. Music should be different. If they put the same album out every time, it'd be yeah. terrible. But I, I want that to kind of grow. And not every album is going to be a gangbuster, but I almost feel like Come Tomorrow, I mean, we don't want to relitigate this, but it's a, an after, my opinion is about being an afterthought and a thrown together, let's just get this over with. But I want to see, <laughs> I want to see 10 years of growth. I don't want to just see 10 years of time pass and then no, we, we digress. It, I mean, it could be 10, 10 years of... Transition doesn't have to be ten years of growth. I don't know. I mean, this is probably a deeper thing. You can ten tra- years of change. Ten yes, years of change. but where is that quality level? That's what you're saying. Growth. Oh, we got a we got a live oh, studio right. audience, and we got to go. We got to go. How much time we have? I don't. I feel like we need to shower. We need to shower. So give us like a couple minutes. Yeah. We got five to wrap. Wrap it up. All producer right. says we got to go. <laughs> Thanks, producer. Yeah, so but. let's end with. What are your predictions for night one? Because I think we're gonna try to we're gonna try to chime in a couple times throughout the weekend. What do you think for? Should we predict the weekend or should we predict night one? I think night one's good. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to get this a little more local and and hopefully yeah. add some more shows you know podcasts. Do they come out on. strong night one or they start start slow and build? We got we got Sirius XM tonight. I hope I'm wrong. Okay. I think we've got a really generic show as vis a vis this tour. I don't hope tonight. you're wrong. I don't hope you're wrong. I hope that this case. 
here's an interesting thing is if DM, we know that Dave loves to like troll troll the fans it seems that way if he wants to be the ultimate troll Friday is the toughest night for a fan to get to just given everything traveling or if you're it is. If you, you might work, be late if you work in Seattle or anything yep. it's just tough to get out here for Friday you might just say hey we'll go to Saturday Sunday or whatever if there's a night screw night three this is the night to do it night one so let's just start with this how many how many day tour debuts will there be tonight zero will there be one will there be two? Zero. Zero tour debuts but I will say this there's no reason they cannot go ball to the wall and shock us tonight. That's what frustrates me about this tour. You saw it in SPAC. You saw it at Deer Creek. That they're capable of bringing it. And they have actively and consciously chosen not to in 89% of the shows this tour. So, are you going to bring it at the Gorge or are you going to just have a layup? There's no reason they can't make every single one of these three nights exceptional and unique. Yeah. So will they or won't they? I hope tonight is the most. There doesn't. Neither. None of these shows need the to be vanilla. Need, none of them need to be they generic. Don't, they don't. But I hope tonight is the best. But the problem is with tonight's the best is that people hold expectations that it will get better from night to well, night. Well, I'm keeping that. my expectations low so I don't have a bad time. Would. But I shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> you I'm sorry. But. I feel like tonight should be the best, but you can't do that because it ruins. It, people will expect more the rest of the night, so that's why I think naturally, naturally, do they, they not have enough material to bring that and talent on that stage to bring that every night? But why does it have to? Why does it have to accelerate? Why can't it be? It doesn't need to. But that's what we expect. I expect no. that. Bring it, bring it, and bring it three nights in a row. Oops, do they not have a catalog Even, of three hundred like songs? Just a line the entire way. Sure, different every night. Wild. Okay, so what, did, what was your prediction for tonight? Oh, I, I realistically, I think it's 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 basically Colorado night one. If you want to hear one song, should I say this weekend or should I say tonight? Okay. What I mean, weekend I feel like is a little bit of a harder song. I would song I to would hear. I would hope Raven. But here's the thing, Raven and the, if the Raven and the Stone show up to over three nights and that's really it, then big deal. Raven and the Stone should be tonight. And now what other two or three or four deeper catalog songs are going to show up the rest of the the, the rest of the act, uh, afternoon or a- weekend? Andrew says zero debuts. Craig says four. This is going to be Tonight? Uh, yes. I mean, there's no reason why that four and debuts. Also, what, um, are we asking for a lot? Reeves says zero. Thank you guys for the yeah. comments on the YouTube. It's going to be very interesting. Dreaming Tree Trees, Reeves. I like that because I would love to hear that tonight. Craig also wants me to have a loving wing, so this guy is definitely a podcast veteran. <laughs> he's, he's, he's trolling you. Yes. All right, so we're going to see what happens tonight. We can't commit to when we're, we're going to join in you guys with us, but we're promising we're going to try to keep track of this entire weekend, see what happens. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us yes, now. thank you. Thank you for this view. Yeah, thank God. We're going to join you here again soon. Thank you for joining. Any, what do you want to close with? No, we're good. Um, we're going to try to, to keep the content rolling. We really uh, thank you for sticking with us. And, and We've been talking about it all night. Let's create content. This is exciting. This is fun. Yes. Um, the show is secondary, man. Seeing you guys, this is, this is, the, this is the reason I'm here. Oh. Joe dragged me here not for the show. This is this is why we're here. Right? This is fun, <laughs> and this is um. Thanks for thanks for joining in it with us and and being members of Ants and keeping the love going, man. Thank um, you guys. So we will catch you later. Uh, here's to a great show tonight, everybody. If you're Cheers. going to the show, be safe. Yes. You're, if you're couch touring it, listening on Sirius XM, enjoy yes. as well. 
We want to hear your opinions next time we're on. Take care, y'all. Cheers.